You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. It's difficult, BLG, to just kind of go back to the football of it all, but we are now in the offseason for everybody with the Super Bowl finally over. Um, it does feel like it took place a very long time ago. I think some of that might just be the attrition of who the Chiefs are. And, you know, oh, the Chiefs won again? What a surprise. What a shock. They're the best. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest. Uh, also, just the build up to the Super Bowl. I feel like it's just it takes forever to get here every year. Stephen, I think, can relate to that. We were saying that last week on the show or before the show or after the show at some point. By the way, uh, Stephen won our over-under competition. Shout out to him for that. Uh, the listeners slash the voters, whoever participated in the polls on the SBNation.com article, I did finish in second and I finished in last. Although I think it was a good battle because some of those over-unders like came down like right to the line. Uh, so that's kind of good. We were setting the lines competitively. So uh, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, uh, I guess one of the most, uh, I don't know, telling or it, it just seemed different to me, especially maybe I wasn't as tuned into it last year when the Chiefs beat the Eagles. But uh, like right after, <laughs> you know, the Chiefs win and Mahomes is talking, it's just like, you know, the post game interview on the field, he's talking about number three already. Like, it wasn't even like, hey, we're happy we won this one. It's like, we're doing, we're three, we're doing it. We're, and I know a lot of, te- you know, people who say win the Super Bowl say that, like, oh, we're going to do it next year. But I don't know. It seemed like different to me. It seemed like a, a, a differently, entirely different focus and energy focused on doing it yet again. Yeah, Steven, I thought the, I mean, the game went to overtime and that kind of, I think, uh, created part of the like rushedness of the original or the initial like post game stuff. Um, But when Mahomes was talking to Tracy Wolfson, like right away, I mean, it it just felt like he was like, oh, yeah, we're dynasty, but we have more to go. Like it just it felt so like it felt so simple and matter of fact and obvious. And like it's been this way the whole time when this is a remarkable achievement. I think he really cares a lot about being recognized as like, I want to be the greatest football player ever, not just good for him. Greatest quarterback. Like I I think that legitimately means a lot to him. And I do get frustrated with him sometimes because he's so humble about it publicly. And, (laughs) but we hear like uh, these stories about him, like behind the scenes and what like a competitive psychopath he is, but he won't ever show that publicly whatsoever. And, and he's just, he's insane. And it's crazy that the takeaway from this is like, you don't have to invest in wide receivers now because the chiefs just want a super bowl like that. It's like, no, like you don't understand. Like this has been years in the making. And the only reason they won is one, their defense that they have heavily invested in through the draft and hit on multiple picks, like guys that are significant contributors. They also have a future hall of famer in Chris Jones, who is one of the greatest playoff performers that we have seen on the defensive side of the ball over the, over this five year run. And they're just, and yeah, they, they don't have a lot of pass catchers, but they still have Travis Kelsey. Like you should still invest in wide receivers. You should still try to stack your rosters because (laughs) nobody has Patrick Mahomes. Nobody has a guy that, 
can get the ball in overtime of a Super Bowl after the 49ers kick a field goal to take the lead. And you're like, it's over. Like you don't you don't have a chance of stopping that guy and keeping that guy from scoring and going and winning this game, because I feel like that was kind of the consensus feeling in that game. Like when Mahomes gets the ball with an opportunity to go win the Super Bowl, everybody was like, he's going to do it. And I think Brady is the only other guy that you could have definitively said that about in that circumstance. And Mahomes is already in that realm. It's just, it, it's insane. Brandon, I know that you have um, not, not enjoyed um, the world coming for the 49ers this week and, and kind of taking their shots at, at Kyle Shanahan and Debo and whoever the case may be. I feel like we all said like the obvious things on, on Monday and about, you know, taking the ball first in overtime, but in the time since then, um, at least in the time since I've done a show on the NFL show feed, um, the the mic'd up things came out and it just like got worse. I feel like the, the fact that Kyle Juszczyk is literally getting his helmet on. He's like, oh, I didn't know this. Like, that's crazy. And, and like, and that the Chiefs players were like, I wouldn't say laughing at them, but like that they were like, well, this went the way, exact way we wanted. Like, it's if it, it, it possible, it amplified how bad this whole situation looks for Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I, I'll go back to saying that I don't really think it was the decision itself as much like, you know, a lot there's a lot of discussion about how like analytical data and whatnot makes it a pretty kind of like a 50-50 in terms of what's the right thing to do. Again, I personally do agree with the Chiefs. I like getting it. I'd rather get it second, but I think there is uh, it's not as just so obvious as some people have been making it out to be. But the problem is, you know, again, the fourth down strategy, if you're going to kick the field goal there, it's just it's so hard for me to believe. I was talking to the stats about this, our good friend stats uh, with him. And it's just like, what are you going to regret more? Are you going to regret? Like, like there's just like a fundamental and this goes into the whole fourth down and the mentality of it. And like, you're, you're going to regret believing in yourself and your players. That's what you're going to regret by going for it there. Like, that's really what you're going to worry about as opposed to like, you think you're actually going to regret it less that you gave it to Mahomes with a chance to win the game? Like, which one of those things are you going to regret more? So, uh, yeah, I think that's the bigger issue, the fact that, again, um, and just, too, for him to go for it earlier in the game, it, shockingly, in a fourth down situation, well, then how do you not do it again? Like, why would you do it there but not later? It just doesn't make any sense. Steven, um, on the chief side of things, and we have 10 questions, by the way, related to the entire offseason that we're about to get to, but... Um, it always felt like some of the crowning of Mahomes and the Chiefs was, I wouldn't say premature, but the just, you know, the hardware, whatever you want to call it, wasn't totally there to, to justify all of the overwhelming accolades. I mean, some of it was, but it's it's finally there. Like, I mean, it really is Kansas City and then a massive gap before the conversation even begins across the rest of the league. Yeah, this was their down season. And I've talked to you guys about it a ton. Like, there was points this season offensively where they were a train wreck, like mm -hmm. could not do anything, could not accomplish anything, couldn't couldn't run a, a, a functional offense whatsoever, like couldn't run just regular Andy Reid type of plays because guys didn't know where they were supposed to go. They didn't know what the motion was like. They didn't know what they were doing. But their defense all season long, I guess because of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift and, and all of <laughs> the notoriety and headlines that that side of the ball created this defense was overlooked all season. And I kept being like, this defense is one of the absolute best defenses in the NFL. And mm -hmm. their defense was just as important in this playoff run as Patrick Mahomes and, and everything that Mahomes accomplished in all of the clutch moments that he had throughout this playoff run. Like they don't get there with any of it. They don't hang around in that super bowl 
without the defense shutting down Christian McCaffrey and totally putting the clamps on George Kittle and, and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Like this defense was special this season. And, and, you know, next year there's going to be all this made about Chiefs have to invest in wide receiver and they've got some other question marks and they got to figure out the offense. And I'm confident that they'll address that in some way, whether it's through the draft or, or a veteran or, or whatever, they'll, they'll make it work. And Travis Kelsey is going to come back and, He'll still be good, but like we can definitively say at this point too that the Chiefs, we have a large sample size of this throughout the Patrick Mahomes era now where 2018 was the first season where teams were trying to figure him out and it, and they didn't really. And then we've seen this slow progression of figuring him out, figuring him out, and then he has to adjust his game. And then they did all of that this season where they were going through the regular season just figuring things out, just trying to say, we just got to make sure that we can do it in the playoffs. And I don't think they had anything figured out until week 17 against the Cincinnati Bengals. Like I, I legitimately do not believe that they had their offense figured out until week 17 of the regular season. And they were like, okay, we've got it now. This is the formula. We can win with this. We can play elite level defense and we can score just enough points to win like this. And they finally did it. Now, if the offense gets better and the defense takes a step back, well, you still have Patrick Mahomes. And that's been a recipe for success every other season besides this one. And now they've proven that they can adapt in any way that they have to, as long as they can get to the playoffs and go on a run, they can beat anybody in a one game sample size. And I, I don't know how you beat it if you're the rest of the NFL. I don't know how you feel good about that Super Bowl if you're anybody other than the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be nice, Steven. I have a question. It's not one of our off-season questions, but it's like, wow. Why? And I think Dan Quinn did a good job in Dallas, to be fair. But why is Dan Quinn getting a second head coaching job, and like Spags isn't? Like this is. Why would you want Dan Quinn over Spags? Like we we talk about Kyle Shanahan and his decision making, which that's another thing. Every for weeks now throughout the playoff run, we were like, Kyle Shanahan is going to make a bad decision in this game. That is guaranteed, and it popped up in every single one of their playoff matchups the Chiefs just get to run it back with this coaching staff <laughs> and they might add Eric Bieniemy back in a role because now he's right. just a free agent again. Like the, the fact that I don't know if it's just everybody thinks that Andy Reed is just the mastermind behind all of this, but like Andy Reed doesn't call defensive plays. Steve Spagnuolo <laughs> is one of the best defensive minded coaches in the NFL history. And they're just letting the chiefs run it back. Joe Cullen, their defensive line coach, mm -hmm. who's a tremendous coach was getting DC offers and he said, no, I want to stay in Kansas city because of what they got going on over there. Dave Merritt, one of the best DB coaches in the NFL's gotten DC offers and has chosen to stay in Kansas city. I don't understand how the NFL is allowing this to happen. Well, also Andy Reid has like a successful coaching tree. It's not like the Belichick yeah. thing where it's like, Oh, all these assistants suck. It's like, no, this has been borne out that like Andy has had a successful assistants go on to be head coaches elsewhere. So yeah, that's just, that's not fair. It's very unfair. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA. The quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA. 
Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta.